This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The Bulletin. 18 minutes away from 11 o'clock. It is time for the Bulletin. Let's power through some topics after another busy sporting weekend. Uh, can't wait to rip right into it. Uh, and joining us today, a fine sporting mind out of the, the News Hub sporting team. It's Gordon from later. Uh, welcome to the show, Gordon. How are you doing? Good yeah, morning, Cardi. Uh, not too bad for a Monday. Um, would be better if the Black Caps had managed to complete that clean sweep, though, wouldn't it? Just the, the, it's just taken a, uh, you know, the icing off the cake of what would have been a great weekend. Yeah, 92. There's no way to polish that. It's a bit disappointing. I know it was a tricky surface and all, but... Um... Yeah, you'd much prefer that to have been game number two, and game number five was maybe you know, you know, the lasting memory might be Finn Allen hitting one of his twenty-five sixes in a series. They were due. They were due one of those checkout games, though, weren't they? Um, and and yes, it was a difficult surface. And I mean, the other thing is, I mean, it was a surprise to me anyway when that news came out that um, Daryl Mitchell was being given a break for the last match and you just can't help but wonder, you know, that that sort of, we saw it with him and Glenn Phillips on the Friday night. The the situation was almost perfect for a player like that. But look, this is the age we, we live in where the, the cricket calendar is so packed and it's all about our rest and rotation. It also shows me Williamson, Conway and Mitchell are quite important to that team, funnily enough, because none of them were there. Massively massively and if you look at you know a, a massive contrast to you know you, you remember like we're seeing the praises at the moment of this t20 side but if you go back to that bangladesh series um where we were surprised um it's a complete different situation but as you say that was a series where you know our top players were missing and the, i think the difference uh is in the cream at the top those players are hugely important uh through any format for this team Devin Conway, are we worried? I'm, I'm starting to get a little bit worried. I think it's 12, it's at least 12 innings with a, without a score beyond 50. The guy is brilliant, has been brilliant. Are you worried or you just tell me to calm the farm, mate? Not really. I mean, we've had, you know, you look at, you know, even players in the past like, like Ross Taylor or you go back to like a Stephen Fleming, you know, we, we've had periods where players like that, have been out of form and you start to worry and, they, and then they come up with something brilliant or a couple of a couple of great innings and I think he's a player that will be revved up probably had in his mind for a long time these two big uh, test series against mm-hmm. South Africa and Australia coming up 
those are the series where you want a Devin Conway to score runs. And I think he's proven in the past that, you know, he's, he's not someone that gets by by scoring big totals against minnow teams. He's someone that relishes the big moments. So um, I think he's exactly the player that you want in those sort of series and, and exactly the sort of player that I would expect to, you know, if we are to have success in those series, to be someone that comes up big for us. So I'm, I'm, I'm not worried about him. Hopefully that COVID's been nice and light on him and he can get into that uh, South Africa series nice and fresh. Can I ask you this before we move off the cricket? What's an acceptable series scoreline against South Africa and Australia? Uh, I, I would love to see us win the South African series, but I feel like the, the last the last couple of times we've had them here, we've had really swooping going really strongly in tests and they just seem to find a way to prove why we can't seem to get a test series win against them. Um, I think Australia will be far, far trickier. Uh, even though South Africa is, you know, they're likely going to have a depleted squad um, for this, for this first match. They're one of those nations that they have depth, like, you know, similar to Australia, they have depth. So it's still going to be a strong South African team. Uh, the other thing to worry about is, from all accounts, um, Tom Blundell may not be available mm. for the first match. He hasn't played for for Wellington since the start of January. Um, I understand he's basically going to be touch and go for that first test. Uh, Gary Stead seems to indicate that, uh, it, it, you know, you could see someone like a Dane Cleaver or Cam Fletcher come in, or they might choose to n- not disrupt the team by throwing in a new face, and you could see Tom Latham taking the gloves. I mean, there's a, a whole bunch of scenarios in there, but if you look at, at how Tom Blundell has, has gone for this test side in recent years, he's a man you, you I, I would consider as probably not far behind a, a Kane Williamson or a Devin Conway in terms of importance to that test side. Yeah, interesting intel. I do appreciate that. I uh, do appreciate that. And, and there's a big game in the uh, between Canterbury and Wellington and the Super Smashers. Ooh, yeah, let's, let's go to Red Blacks. Riding on. Yeah, of course. I'm surrounded by they Red need Blacks that. today. They need that to sneak in as well. And then I think that would set up a, a rematch in Wellington um, or a rematch between those two sides for, for a spot against Auckland in the final. So. No, no, what? Oh, sorry, I thought you meant the final in Wellington. Don't get me angry about finals in Wellington. The Wellington Blaze, the most dominant sporting team in New Zealand, bar none, once again having to play a final at someone else's venue against a team that's not even from that city. When are they going to start paying them the respect and allow them to host finals? Oh, it's it's so it's it's the turn of the men hosting it this year. I know I know. There's previous years where they've I think it's switched around the other way. It's hugely confusing, and I, I, I honestly don't understand why you can't have two finals hosted in two different places. I know it probably comes down to expenses, but at the end of the day, you, you're getting to every single every single match of Super Smash, so how difficult is it to add two destinations for a final? But anyway, that's that's a completely different subject. By the by. Yeah, it, it's, you know, it, speaking of completely different subjects, how was your trip to Banks Peninsula? Oh, outstanding. Um, for anyone around the country, if you're looking for a destination over summer, Banks Peninsula is beware. We had, we had great weather down here this year. Um, the only slight sour taste in my mouth was left um, going into um, venturing into Akaroa um, for, a, for a wee pub crawl on one day where, you know, it wasn't quite boating or swimming weather. And uh, thought, look, not, the grand- you went with the dolphins? Wasn't wasn't swimming with the dolphins, sadly, McCarty. No. Um, 
No. Um, the great mammals, but you know, not so keen on swimming with them. Um, but the Grand Hotel, which is an absolutely fantastic pub in Akaroa and something I, I always frequent and look, will continue to because the place has been done up recently. They've got you know great food, food, a great outside setting. But I'm heartbroken. They've got rid of their their punting area. There's no TAB pod. Um, it's the, the the old corner, the old dingy corner where you used to have trackside one and trackside two displaying on at least three or four different screens is completely gone. It's been turned into some bougie, hipster-like, weird corner with absolutely no character. Um, and there's not one single TAB pod left in, in Banks Peninsula now. And look, well, here's the headline just... I thought I was going to go with. News Hub Juno hates dolphins. But no, um, it doesn't appear to be that way at all. I just worry because like, this is such a big uh, summer destination for Cantabs or anyone around the country. <laughs> but summer racing is also such a big part of our summer. And where does a man go now to, you know, just feed the machine with a $20 note and throw a couple of $5 easy bets on that's uh, Kamara or, gosh, it's really, it really tipped up my summer plans. It's called the internet, my friend. What, what's internet connection like out there? The yeah, internet is reasonably new. Uh, when, 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 when was the internet discovered? Well, I think there's, I think there's a few four G dark patches over there. It'd be one of those right. situations where you know you're awkwardly up at the the bar asking um, for the Wi Fi password. <laughs> Brilliant stuff. What are you looking forward to this week, mate? You getting much Australian op- open action late into the evening at home? Oh, yeah, I tell you what, and uh, I thought, look, is about to win this. He's about to win this. Uh, and look, as much as, you know, we despise the Aussies when we're playing against them, it, there is nothing better at the Aussie Open than, than seeing them cheer on one of their own. And I, I thought I thought the wee demon had it last night. He was going to get it done. And then he goes from two sets to one up to, to lose to, to Rublev, which is, which is sad. And I'm glad I called it quits when he was two to one up um, that was far easier to take waking up and seeing the result rather than actually having to witness the whole thing and probably not getting to bed until a stupid o'clock last night. That, I mean, that's the thing about this time of year, isn't it? It's great viewing. Stupid o'clock. But those those five setters just ruin your, they ruin your mornings. They do, mate. Like the one on Friday morning, 20 to 6 it finished our time. Absolutely bonkers. Mad stuff. Gordon, lovely to chat, mate. Do appreciate it. Good luck with those internet black holes. Hope it goes well. Thank you. Appreciate it.